The IBM Cloud Podcast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloud Podcast. We are hosts from the Offerings team here at IBM Cloud. My name is Ian Lynch. And this is Steve Choquette. And today, guys, we're joined by Tame Sinha, who's an offering manager from the IBM Analytics team. Tame, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, it's good to have you here. We have done a lot of these. I'm looking forward to this call. Um, so I'm going to start with a question, and I think Ian will probably tell you, I always start with quotes. Okay, so this one comes from Rob Thomas, and I know you're familiar with Rob, uh, Tommy. Rob is our general manager for IBM Analytics, and and he did a quote, and I'm just going to paraphrase it because I'm not always good at reading here. Uh, it says, he said, in cloud computing, successful platforms can go from on-premises to private cloud environments, and he said that helps grow those systems. The thing that stuck out to me was he said the platform has to start where the data is. Those were the words that kind of uh, just jumped right out with me, probably because I didn't understand what he meant. What does he mean? The platform has to start where the data is. So I think what he, what he means there is that enterprises have invaluable data that they have collected over the years that is living within the enterprise that they're they're not necessarily using or they're not even, in most cases, aware that they have that data. Now, what, what he means is that the, the enterprises have to first look at everything that they have captured, everything that they have gathered through customer surveys, through, through marketing pushes, all that information, and figure out what to do with this information. That's, the, that's what he was trying to get at. So... For me, Tame, right, it's easy to say, right, we start with the data, but what happens when the data is absolutely, well, I wouldn't say absolutely everywhere, right? We know enterprises today have more than one cloud provider. In fact, we have, they, they say they have an average of five clouds. So that could be on-premise cloud, they could have a private cloud somewhere, or they could even be leveraging a public cloud. So how are they accessing all these different data points and bringing it all together? How is that actually done today? Well, today it's a it's a completely custom and uh, haphazard process. You're you have um, uh, different divisions within enterprise using different processes and policies to capture and gather that data. Now, some divisions might have stricter governance policies compared to the others, and they may rely more on internal data rather than pulling data from the public cloud, whereas it could be a completely different story for another division. Let's say marketing is more focused on um, external data sources that are available, pulling in news data sources, pulling in uh, uh, sort of analyst reports and things like that, whereas a financial division might be more focused on the data that they have internally to do their analysis. And Today, the reality is it is done on a custom basis. Every every company has a very different um, approach um, that is, in, in most cases, at best consistent across a division, but nothing that sort of captures the, the, the entire data story for an enterprise. But do we have tools, right, to help these guys manage that? like not just IBM, I'm talking about cloud providers in general. Surely if data points are sitting in different places, whether it's, or even in different industries, we have a way of helping them. Absolutely, absolutely. 
IBM certainly has tools, but there are um, tools available even in open source community that customers can go ahead and pull from, whether it's uh, for uh, managing your database systems, you're managing your different data sources, essentially pulling all that into a single repository. There are capabilities that are available out in the market that can be used. IBM, of course, provides other capabilities offerings that can then that build on top of it, whether it's open source or your existing databases or even IBM data sources uh, by providing governance and, and analytical capabilities on top. So I'm going to take this in a slightly different direction. I'd heard that um, artificial intelligence or AI will probably change every single job. And uh, every time I think about that, I've always challenged myself to come up with a job where I don't think it matters. But, I, you know, even when it comes to, to transportation, you got like self-driving cars. So it's going to change everything. And Ginny Rometty, our CEO, once said, we will all need the skills to use analytics and artificial intelligence in our work, so in our job. And so I'm thinking to myself, well, does that mean I need to become a data scientist? Do I need to become an uh, analytics expert to do my daily job if I were a bank teller or if I were somewhere? In some extent, I believe that is the case. In some extent, you do need to have a basic understanding of how the data is structured, how the data is being used to drive the decisions. Um, but the level of familiarity or the sophistication with these models that are used can vary. In my opinion, if you're simply using the tools, you're consuming the outcome of an artificial intelligence model that is providing you with an insight or is providing you with guidance. So, for example, in your bank teller scenario, I may be guided by the artificial intelligence model in my day-to-day -day workflow. The model might be suggesting to me that, hey, this customer that is asking questions about their account, they might also be interested in some other uh, capabilities. Again, not, not necessarily to sell them something, but to help their experience, to improve their experience with the bank. So I could have a job, for example, where AI is feeding what I see on my screens or my phone or whatever, or even like processing a loan. I could have a job that uses machine learning models, processes, all kinds of fancy AI stuff and for me, it just tells me, yeah, other people who bought this product also bought that. Absolutely. And that's just one great example. And that's what I, I think Ginny always says this in her keynotes. It's not there to replace us, but it's, it's to augment us. Augment it, yeah. And um, this, this point about augmenting is fundamental because, as I said earlier, you have different scale on the, the usability of the model that you would go after. I could simply be a consumer of the artificial intelligence model or if I'm truly to become a data scientist, at that point, I am responsible for actually building those models. And then I need to know a lot more about how artificial intelligence systems function. I, I need to better understand my data and be able to drive uh, insights from it. Well, sticking with that point and to better understand your data. So let's let's talk about better understanding your secure data because IBM Cloud Private recently released IBM Cloud Private for data, right? And the tagline that went with it, which is something that surprised me, it said, make your data ready for AI. So uh, of course, me being a little bit cynical, I wanted to know, is my data not currently ready today? Is If my data is ready for AI with IBM Cloud Private for data, why is it not ready today? How does that work? 
So I'll actually quote something from Rob Thomas, who's our GM. He says that there is no AI without IA. And IA in this case is information architecture. So just having the data, the point of that is just having the data isn't enough. And we very firmly believe that because it's something that's truer than ever with um, machine learning and artificial intelligence models is the fact of garbage in, garbage out. So if your data quality is not up to snuff, your model is going to give you extremely spurious results that might even take you in the wrong direction. So Tame, when you say garbage in, garbage out, what exactly do you mean by that? What I mean is that the quality of the data that you use to train your artificial intelligence model is what drives the outcome that you're getting. So if your data is biased and and uh, inaccurate and of low quality, the outcome of the AI model that you will be getting, the decisions that the AI model will provide you will reflect that. They will be biased. They will not be um, accurate. Uh, there's, an, there's, a, there's a great uh, experiment that was done recently, very interesting experiment that was done recently by MIT Labs, where they trained two chatbots, um, one with extremely positive reinforcements and, and uh, um, comments that they found on the internet, whereas the other chatbot was trained with a much uh, darker sentiments and, and uh, uh, information. Now, they both, both of these bots were then shown uh, or presented with uh, Rorschach tests where you see blots, ink blots on the paper. And the results that, I mean, you can read it, read up on this, but the results were extremely disturbing when you looked at the, what the, um, what the, the positive bot saw that image as. It was something very um, encouraging, something much um, uh, uplifting. Whereas when you looked at the responses from the, from the other uh, bot, Norman it was called, it was much more dark um, and disturbing. And that is exactly what I wanted to, uh, what I was saying with when you mean, when I said garbage in, garbage out, depending on what you provide, the, the outcome uh, reflects that, that, that bias. So we need the happy bots. So tell me a little bit about your saying trash in, trash out, but what, Trash doesn't necessarily just mean a whole heap of unstructured data, right? No. How, how, so how would you describe it? So there, 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 there could be there could be um, uh, a simple example. There could be duplicates that mm-hmm. that that are biasing the the outcome. There could be a miss. So a lot of the time, data is being um, entered manually. People are providing feedback and things like that. There could be typos that can be changing the meanings. There are several uh, ways that the, the 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 quality of the data can be not what you would want and could bias the outcome in unfair ways. And what we're talking about with the ma- with making data ready for AI is essentially getting it to a place where when you're training your machine learning models, you are, you're confident that what you're training it with is of the highest quality and can be, uh, can be used to train an unbiased model uh, for your, for your uh, business problems. So IBM Cloud Private for Data does exactly that then for me, right? 
Yes, absolutely. And that's the goal for our for the product where we're able to not just pull data from all these different sources, public, private, um, clouds, uh, but also transform it and then make it ready for uh, training AI models. Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, so since we went back to IBM Cloud Private for data, what kind of things can I solve now that I could not solve before because we have IBM Cloud Private for data? It starts with the access to the data. So now first you're able to pull data from all the different sources. That's something that we've done as part of our portfolio in the past. What we're adding is essentially an end-to-end data and analytics platform. We're building an end-to-end data and analytics platform that lives on your private cloud that can take the data from all these different sources. You can even federate it. You can virtualize that data. That's something we're working on and make it ready. Put policies around it, which is something that's mostly overlooked. You can put governance policies to make sure that it's not being accessed by someone who doesn't have the rights to access it. And then finally, your data scientists on the same platform can use that high-quality data to train their models, make it available to the rest of the enterprise for building their applications. So you can have a mobile application that is using a model trained by Um, high-quality internal enterprise data that is giving advice on financial investments. I'm just giving an example. Which is really cool because it it leads to that driving data-driven culture, right? Especially for enterprise. So I I really wanted to ask about the role of how analytics and AI play into that, but you've done a really good job at explaining, which made me kind of think of, maybe I can kind of reverse that question. What's really today then the role for the I guess today's analyst and the data scientist. How is this really helping these guys? So I th- I see that in a couple of ways. The first one is it's providing, as I said earlier, as an end-to-end platform. You have a complete visibility of your data pipeline. You can request the data from um, uh, if 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 something data is not available to you, you can request that data from your uh, data engineers, the, the 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 folks that are responsible for capturing and managing the data. But more importantly, for an enterprise, they're able to make sure that they're able to keep track of this information, how it's being distributed. So um, the reality is, when uh, today, when a data scientist wants to wants access to some data, uh, what happens within an enterprise is they send an email to a data engineer. Uh, Mr. Data Engineer, I want uh, data for my uh, analysis. Please send me this data. And guess how that data comes back? It comes in as a CSV on an email. Now, if you think about it from an auditability perspective, that is enough to for any data engineer to sleep lose their sleepover. So, from an audit perspective, it's a huge issue. It's a it's something that. And every enterprise struggles with. So because now you have made copies of the data that you might not have intended to. So all that is is something that is a is a huge issue for um, uh, for the enterprise. And also for the data analyst or data scientist as well, who's building these models because now they have to go at fifteen different places to figure out, okay, where am I pulling my data from? All that information uh, is is something that uh, this this platform that we we were we're building, helps address. Oh, cool. So I'm going to sneak in one last question, Tanmay, and then uh, Ian, I think, has a couple as well. Um, 
September. September was for IBM a big moment in terms of artificial intelligence, in terms of, of announcements. What kind of things happened around IBM Cloud Private for data uh, in the month of September? What's, what's new, I guess, is probably the question. So September was indeed a big month for us. We had a major AI event um, where we talked about bringing new capabilities and add-ons to the ICP for data platform, um, streaming uh, databases like Event Store are 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 going to be part of the platform that that uh, customers can now leverage. Uh, we also introduced a, a brand new IBM Cloud Private uh, experience for everyone to try the. The product out. You can you can go in, follow the tutorials. You can look around and see how this behaves and how this functions. Um, so yeah, we're really excited to have uh, people try that out and uh, give us feedback. Well, that was kind of leading into my next question. So you mentioned you can try this out. So if I was a developer, where do I go get my hands on this? And also, well, to be honest, it's not always about the developer, right? It's about the business line as well. So from, I guess, both aspects. If I want to get a demo, my hands on this, where do I go? And also from, where do I find out more information? Search for ICP for IBM Cloud Private for Data. You will okay. you will find our, our website. We have a, lots and lots of tutorial videos, demos, uh, and uh, very soon you will also be able to get your hands on uh, with this experience as well. And um, certainly, last but not the least, you can also sign up for an expert advice uh, and I am one of the experts and we'll be able to uh, and can answer your questions if you have them. So if we miss Tanmay, Ian, then we can just sign up to, to chat with them. Yes, that's what exactly what I was thinking. Exactly, yep. So Tanmay, um, as always, super thankful for you coming on the show. Um, yeah, it was great to have you on and learn all about IBM Cloud Private for Data. Thank you. And guys, for myself and Steve, as always, even with Steve's great, fantastic, beautiful quotes, tune in again for the next time for even more of Steve's fantastic quotes. But guys, for myself and Steve, as always, thanks for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloud Podcast. Mm -hmm.